Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Brad, after all these years of us begging Disney to release park music in America, they've done it. Well, so they're continuing to do it, right? Well, right. let me is let this me the first re- let me rephrase. Is this that. the first area music they've done? I like, d- I mean, yeah. recently. Yes, I mean they don't release music, area music. They we what? That's true. They released like show music. Yeah, we got that. Wa- the Walt Disney World and Disneyland albums. Man, I got that before my fifteen oldest. years ago. Yeah, eight, eight, eight years, eight ago. or nine years ago, they released those two. Because it was right before my daughter was born. And I, yeah, that they don't do area music. They don't do the, the loop kind of music, you know, the way that they do in Japan. So I'm, this is uh, Joe Wibbum, Journey of Water Inspired by Moana music. And it's three songs, eight minutes long, or three songs, eight minutes total. Uh, and they're not loopable in their, you know, current album. State. Yeah, but... Right. Um, I don't know, man. I, I hope everyone buys 10 copies of it because someone in the higher ups at Disney needs to understand, like we want this or, or just, you know what? Everybody take your streaming service of choice, whatever it may be, because this thing is on all the things and just start playing it on, on loop for, I don't know, a couple of weeks night and all day and just, and just uh, you know, let's let's really goose those stats Cause, for this because yeah, no, we do we definitely need more area music. I guess because I was thinking for the longest time it was so hard to even get show music right, and then we started seeing show music yeah. show up. Yeah, but yeah, I wasn't really thinking about yeah, area music still isn't really a thing, and this is area music. And so. those those that Walt Disney World and Disneyland albums, and Disney did a, a four disc set too that has a lot of attraction audio so like um the actual audio from haunted mansion uh splash mountain is on there both versions of space mountain the like surfer version and the michael giacchino version uh so there's a ton of attraction audio on there and show uh the phantasmic theme is on there but you've got to go to to YouTube and bootleg the, you know, like hour plus long area loops uh, that I guess, I don't know how people get those because we were talking like, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about Jollywood Nights, but I was, I was looking at the Echo Lake, you know, music because you would ask like, where's this new Echo Lake music? And I found the Echo Lake background music, you know, three hour loop or whatever. And it is not someone with a, a microphone up next to a speaker. Like, this is the actual audio file that is played. And I don't know how people get those, but uh, I have a ton of them in they my... Find, they find an exposed wire. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just kind of, like, vampire tap into it or something. I don't I don't know. I mean, I... Because I have a bunch of it. I have, the, I have the loop from the contemporary. Like, just... It's, like, four hours long of contemporary. Oh, yeah. I listen to the old Interventions area loop i have a i have a you know like the future world loop all the time i have a i do main street a lot like i have a ton of these that i've just collected over the years but i don't know how they get them and some of them are people who just 
tape a microphone to the speaker yes. on a on a slow morning or something where you don't get a lot of people talking. But I mean, some of it is really clean, you know, 128 kilobit like good MP3s of this of this music. So I don't know. I I just wish Disney would release it and release it in these very very long tracks because it is that's good music to work to it's fun to just like to to listen to you know the frontier land uh area music is really good the adventure land area music is really good and it's fun to listen to it at home and then hear it you know in those areas and it really helps you to i think hear the hear the audio better because you already know what you're listening for and then you can kind of just listen to it you know as it's playing in the park so yeah i I really wish i hope this is the first of many things that disney releases that disney releases well and and like you said um the the iterations that we got are are pretty short and not loopable which is honestly the only down like i i am don't get me wrong super excited about this and this is definitely better than what we've been getting, which is to say nothing. But yes, I, I think the next step is either give us the, cause there's no way it's on that short. Of, I mean, I guess maybe it's on that short of a loop, but even so it, it's got to be loopable, right? They're not fading it in and fading it or fading it yeah. out and fading it back three, in every, every three minutes. minutes. Yeah. Right. This so is, this is an experience just, that takes tens of minutes to get through. Just go ahead and give us that one that we can put on repeat and it will seamlessly loop and that will, that will be perfect Yeah, because that's like you said, I, I like having that just kind of on in the background while, while I'm working or something. So uh, there's a website that's been up for years and years and years. I think so now it's at uh yep. There it is. UABmagic.com and it's Utilidors audio broadcasting. And it's like a, I think it's an icy cast station or whatever. So, you know, like back in the day when you used to use Winamp and you could like listen to radio stations on Winamp, you can still, you can listen to it like online, uh, you know, through different methods. And so you figure out how you're going to do it. I think I used VLC the last time I listened to it or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> but anyway, they play a lot of just, uh, what like area music and stuff, but yeah, essentially it's stuff that they're grabbing from YouTube or, you know, I'm sure they've got different, different sources for different things and everything, but it's just a radio station that all day long is playing like random park music. That's awesome. And that's super fun, but I'm like, I just want, I just want a playlist of all this stuff. Right. And yes, I can get it all on YouTube and I appreciate that I can get it all, all on YouTube. I, I love the work that people do to make this available, but why can I not just get it straight from the source? Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know what? I know what it's going to be, Jeremy. It's going to be the next Disney plus upcharge. <laughs> I'll pay it. I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, Honestly. I did, I did cancel mine when it went up to God. What, what was it? This last it one, $140. Doubled. Yeah. It went from like 80 bucks a year to $140 a year. It was crazy. Yeah, well, it might've been 90 to 140, but yeah, either way I was just like, no, not, not for me no more. Too much, we're, taking, man. we're taking a break. We're hey. taking, well, well, I, you know, I know we'll be back, but 
I just I couldn't swing the I couldn't swing that yearly thing. But no. man, if they if they all of a sudden like here's the park audio collection as well, that there will yeah. be some temptation there. Yeah. Have you? I guess you haven't seen the new season of Behind the Attraction. I have not it's, because again, don't don't have Disney yeah. Plus. But so it's um, it's nothing you don't know already. But it, you know, like Claire and I so far have watched the um, Pirates of the Caribbean episode and the Big Thunder Mountain Railroad episode, and it's it's very well done. I mean, it's exactly like season one. They've got Imagineers on it. They've got you know a, a ton of people um, who are very you know famous to you and me, and um, it's really really well done. And I it, it's I think it's worth watching, even though there's not a ton of like you know shocking information in it it's still really fun so i can recommend it to some extent it's it's about how the information is presented right yeah and it it is it's fun it's well done i can't the only (laughs) the season two has like an episode about pirates of the caribbean and an episode about um big thunder mountain like i said and an episode about food and then one episode is like 45 minutes long or whatever and it's epcot i'm like come on man that epcot needs its own season you need a you need an episode specifically about epcot food and then epcot attractions and epcot history like you could do a whole six episode season on epcot don't just jam epcot into one episode it's the best part I, I am assuming that that is just how the park itself came to be without any of the it's yeah specifically you know that that has to be like a, a park overview and honestly you know even the park overview could probably be two or three episodes if they wanted to yeah but at it just the same cracked time, me up to say Epcot <laughs> so, right what? and Come also on. this whole park but also I think that you know, only nerds like us would care about that kind of stuff. And you're already dealing with a, with a niche audience to start with, to get even more granular with it might, might not be the wisest thing though. If Disney wants to do that again, that's the kind of stuff that I want to see Disney, but will it, will it sign me up for anything more than a month? Now I would sign up for a month. I would binge it and then I would be out again. Oh, for sure. Um, Okay, so Jollywood Nights. Hollywood, Jollywood, Chippity Chop. We've had the first iteration of Jollywood Nights already. And again, we've talked about it several times. Um, Now that I've seen what they're doing and everything, I'm very, very happy that this is different than Mickey's Very Merry. It is a completely different experience. And I can't say whether or not it's worth $180, but at least it's not just another thing that is exactly the same as what they do at the Magic Kingdom that they want you to pay for. Like, this is totally different. It's very Hollywood, very 1920s and 30s, and I am a huge fan. Yeah, like you said, it's it's kind of difficult to say if it's worth it without... Because, I don't know, experiencing it in videos and photos just is not the same as experiencing it in person. Well, and I can tell you that I have done Very Merry once and won't ever do it again. Unless my kids want to do it. But as far as I go, like my wife and I, we did it once. We're happy we did it. But it wasn't, it was definitely not worth 
what what was equivalent to more than a day in the Magic Kingdom. When yes. it all you know came down to it, we could have gone to the Magic Kingdom all day for less money than we paid to go to Very Mary for you know four or five hours, whatever it was. So I can tell you that Very Mary was not is not worth doing again for me. I'm glad I did it once, but yeah. So I don't know. I would definitely love to do Jollywood Nights once at least. Yeah, I think I think I feel very much the same way where. I have done the what I've done the the very merry once and I'm glad that I did it once but then I also have no real desire to do it again it just wasn't I I don't want to say like it wasn't for me as though I didn't enjoy it but yeah. it wasn't for me as though I didn't see it as being worth the worth the amount of money that I was going to spend on it. I also got and, real sick on cookies and had bad eggnog, so you know. Yeah, that also doesn't, you know, super encourage you to want to do it again. But either way, yes, I <laughs> definitely think that everything I've seen coming out of Jollywood Nights makes me think like again, not going to say it's worth it or not worth it, but makes me think, yes, I definitely would like to do this in person at least once. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, whether or not it would be more than once, I can't say, but definitely at least once because this is a lot of really cool stuff. And it's so like I I love um, and I gravitate towards the Twilight Soiree because I love uh, uh, Haunted Mansion. Oh, my gosh. I love um, Tower of you Terror. You also so love much. the Haunted Mansion. Yes, but. I do. But I love Tower of Terror so much. And aside from them saying welcome to the tip top club and it's not at the tip top of anything. um, I I really love the aesthetic. Uh, I guess we can start there. The Twilight Soiree had a a little like quartet, and they were very much in the uh, in theme. They were you know very much a nineteen twenties kind of lounge act. Uh, they were really good. the The drinks were surprisingly cheap. I mean, the cocktails were like ten dollars, which I was shocked that they weren't you know at least fifteen. Cause right, especially Disney, when they are exclusive cocktails. Yes. Um, and then they had, you know, you could get champagne for $7. Like, it's, I mean, they're, they're competitive prices. Um, but, yeah, just the whole kind of vibe of it is really cool. And it really plays into the the architecture and just general theme of DHS. Like, I I, I can't say enough you know, nice things about it. It's it's a super small area though. I, I'm sad that this is where they had to do it. I understand why, because there's really no other place to do it, uh, except for, I guess the lobby, but even the lobby of the hotel is much smaller than this. So there's really no good open spaces, but the, uh, it was right by where the, where you exit the gift shop, where the, uh, Joffrey's coffee stand is. Yeah. Essentially that little, that little, area right there that little waiting area where people are usually waiting for their family to come off the ride right. when they didn't want to go do the ride is where they have staged all this and yeah it's not it's not going to be a huge area but essentially but I think they also kind of made something that works for that because the what the the musical act was doing like 15 minute sets 
getting in and getting out. And then other than that, there's just the drinks. So they made it something that is not going to be something that people are going to congregate at, you know, want to congregate at for a really, really long time. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. That's smart to kind of break it up because if the band was there the whole time, they would everybody would just be there all the time. But, yeah, this is this, it's smart to do. it. Yeah, that the way. biggest disadvantage I saw was people saying, you know, 20 plus minutes to get a drink. Yes. Yeah, that's. Several places have said there were like three bartenders that were scrambling, just like going nuts, trying to keep up with the demand. Gosh, Disney, it's almost like this would be super popular. <laughs> Maybe have two bars. Right. Maybe, uh, I don't know, do something to to make sure that people who already paid extra money. I don't know, though. I say that. And like, what did you have you seen anybody saying what the character uh, lines were like? No, I haven't. Okay, because I know, I'm thinking like not so scary, at least I know that the character lines are super long. I remember when we did Very Merry Christmas, the character lines were super long. So I'm assuming the character lines were super long for this too. You know, I wonder if they could have... kind of crazy to me. I wonder if they could have temporarily themed a backstage area, like at the Fantasmic exit, the, the route you take backstage to get out to Hollywood Boulevard after Fantasmic. I wonder if they could have taken a backstage area like that and kind of just retrofitted it with a, a a theme and kind of had a bigger area that's not so far out that it's inconvenient. But you would still have um, the hotel in the in the in the background. Um, you wouldn't be at the exit of the ride, and I don't know. It seems like. It seems like they, if they had kind of broken out a little bit and and themed an area that is maybe a slightly bigger and, and a little more out of the way, at least that that would have been better. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I think this is good for year one, and then if it proves to be so popular that it needs more space, I think they will probably allocate more space at that time. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's true. So what did, what was your, what was, so this was clearly my favorite thing about it. What, what did you like? I think my favorite thing that I've seen so far anyway, is the holidays in Hollywood show, because I feel like that could have been a very low effort sort of thing. And it seems like they really managed to put a lot into it. You know, there's a lot of, you know, dancing and action going on. There are multiple, uh, what there are multiple scenes to it and everything. And so I don't know. I, I was impressed with it. Oh, this is the Muppet show. Yes. I've, yes. I have, I have only ever referred to it as the Muppets, jo- the Jollywood Muppet show. I, I did not even know it had a real name. Yes. The, the Muppet Jollywood show yeah, is it, what I am talking about. It's like a variety show. It's actually, yeah very it's yeah. highly produced like and they and they have like commercials in it and yeah. stuff like i don't i did not expect it again i did not expect this much effort to be put into it and, if i'm being totally honest and puppet kermit and mick and piggy it's not a video it's no actual yeah. live muppets which kind of blew my mind when i saw that because i thought man so they're gonna do this live yeah because yeah. in in this world of of screens for everything that's that's totally what i and and having them come out at different places throughout you know not just 
not just limiting them to that one uh what like christmas box scene or whatever they're not just aas they they are very clearly muppets and they're they are being moved around and yeah it this it's incredible just and I mean, the, you've got live music going on. You've got dancers doing some really impressive stuff. So, I mean, like I said, I think it's, I think this is a really good show. And lots of, I mean, you like you said, lots of dancers, but a lot of Mickey and Minnie too. Yeah, you know? yeah, they had a really long section in character that, moments. They? Yes, and I, yeah, I, I, this is again another thing that really sets this the Jollywood Nights party apart is you don't really get a highly choreographed, you know, showpiece in the magic kingdom like this. You do get a very, very good fireworks, but you well, know, and you also get the, you do get the castle show. Well, yeah, but it's not, it's not this, like this. No, no, it's not as good as this. I, I will agree with you there, but yeah, I, I think it's, it's awesome. And I, I'm sorry I did not know the name of it. I was furiously Googling what the heck is Holly, Holidays like, in Hollywood. Oh, no, what is he talking about? <laughs> That's a hotel chain, man. Um, but no, yeah. The Jollywood Muppet Show, a.k.a. Holidays in Hollywood. Quite good. Much, 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 much better than I thought it was going to be. And a lot of, like, just fun. Good old fun. Okay, also, can we talk about life-size Jack Skellington? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I thought they meant the Jack Skellington that we see, you know, who does the character meet and greets. He's a big guy. It's That, that one kind of blew my mind when I saw him come out the first time. So is that an AA or is... No, it's a puppet. Okay. No, it's a puppet. Yeah. Yeah, but I but it's a good looking puppet. It is. It is. I I know you're not a fan of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, so this is not going to be. I'm not asking you to respect the fact that it's Jack Skellington. I'm saying it's a really good looking Jack Skellington. It is a good looking one, and it is worlds, universes better than the costume for the meet and greets. That is awful, and I I love that this is a person puppeting. A giant uh, Home Depot skeleton with a right. with a suit on. <laughs> I love it um, for what it is, you know. Well, and also and also one that that what puppeteering it well, like it's yeah. very smooth. Yes, very smooth and very articulate. Like right with, for what looks like two poles, he really can get a lot of movement out of this. Out of this so character. I think there's more there that we're not seeing, but yeah, it's it's a lot. Like, it's a very busy background. Some, huh? It's it's a very dark and busy background. Yes, and so they've done a good job hiding one the guy and two the the poles and and other infrastructure. Yeah, because you don't you don't immediately see the poles till you start looking for them. Yeah. So I I don't know, man. I'm just I am impressed by all of this all of this stuff and then there's the uh the show over by um what the sci-fi dine-in or whatever that i'm not going to try to say the name of because i'm not going to get it right <laughs> i'll leave that to you jeremy oh gosh well i didn't even know the name of the f- real show so i don't uh, i don't know how you f- 
think I know the name of the other one, too. Okay. So there's that other show that, <laughs> that also... And Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is back, too. So you do yes. get nighttime fireworks also. It's Holiday Fiesta in La... Oh, yeah. In La Calle, which is the street. There we go. Holiday Festival in the street. Yeah. Which, I mean, that, like I said, again, looked... That one seemed a little bit like less had been done than some of these other things, but still looked really cool. But like live music and everything. And again, it's different because in very merry, you don't get separate celebrations in Adventureland, Fantasyland, Tomorrowland in this way. I, yeah, I'm just, I know I keep saying the same thing over again, but it, it really is nice that this is so much. There's so much going on in Hollywood Studios. It really feels good that Hollywood Studios got this awesome Christmas party and not just like a, hey, come pay a bunch of money and see this, you know, fireworks show. And see, see fireworks show and um, characters in a different costume. Right. Which I which is also available, you know, and that's also yeah, cool but it, that but, they've done that. But what we were concerned was going to be the main thing is almost like a throwaway. Yeah, you can also come and see, you know, a bunch of characters in a bunch of, you know, new bespoke Christmas costumes. Right. That's it, not the focus of this. It doesn't feel like. These crazy shows are the are the e-ticket of it. And yes. that's great. That's, that's super cool because it's something that you can't get anywhere else. Yeah. So should we talk about the one thing that I'm going to say is kind of a bummer about this whole Jollywood Nights thing. Sure. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. <laughs> and not, no, no, no. Okay. I'm not dunking on Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, believe it or not. What I'm saying is this is a fireworks show that already existed, has existed for a while, and Disney went ahead and said, yeah, we need a fireworks show for this thing. So let's take the fireworks show that's normally like our holiday fireworks show at Hollywood Studios and let's make it exclusive Put it to behind a paywall. Jollywood Nights. <laughs> and that like yeah. I mean it's it does it's not the worst thing in the world, but it's a little bit of a bummer that rather than creating another fireworks show or even just having another showing of it. That yeah. It, they've seemingly taken it and put it just during Jollywood nights. I I mean, I don't know. It's it's not it's not the biggest thing, but it's it's a little frustrating to me. No, that they it did is. That. I mean, can you imagine if they just didn't do fireworks at Magic Kingdom, except for during Very Merry? Right, and you know, and they have holiday. Well, I don't know what they have now. Actually, in the past, they've had like holiday wishes, right? And then, but then they still had the normal fireworks show. Yeah. And I guess the argument is, I don't know. There is no jingle bell. There is no what, um, regular bell, regular bam. Right. There's no bell and bam, (laughs) which doesn't sound like a great show anyway, if I'm being totally honest (laughs) with you. But yeah, it, it, not that, not that fireworks were ever really a big deal at Hollywood studios. And that's probably where this uh, decision came from is like at the end of the day, how many people really cared deeply about the Hollywood studios 
fireworks show. You know, probably not that many. Certainly not as many as care about Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. I mean, here's here's what I'm going to say. When I've when I've done Jingle Bell Jingle Bam, it's always been very busy, you know, trying to get a spot to watch the fireworks at. So I think if you do fireworks, people like to see fireworks. Yes. I'm I just don't I don't know of course if you show it they will come. But if you told people at Epcot back in the day, you can only see illuminations if you have paid for this party, they would riot. And I don't think anybody's rioting because they don't get to see Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. I think I think probably it's busy because, hey, it's a fireworks show. We might as well go see it. But you don't get the same cult, oh, and by the, cult-like by the way, caring. Before, before you at me, yes, I do know that they're still showing Wonderful World of Animation. So, I mean, they do still have a show, right? But what I'm saying is they have been doing jingle bell jingle bam for years as part of like the nor like that is hollywood studios thing at christmas it's part of their holiday celebration right and so to then to then jam this behind you know the the jollywood nights thing is what feels weird to me so i mean yes we are kind of arguing that you know there's the normal fireworks show at magic kingdom and then there's holiday wishes or you know i don't know again whatever it is now but that but it's not like they it's not like for three years or however many years it's been at least three right jingle bell jingle bam at least i i feel like more than that i'm i feel like three is being conservative but for multiple years magic kingdom had been doing holiday wishes and then one day they just said um no we don't do a special holiday fireworks show anymore we just do the normal one unless you unless you pay that's Jingle, the that that is the part that is weird to me. Jingle Bell Jingle Bam opened November fourteenth, twenty sixteen, and closed January fifth, twenty twenty, and then is back as of November eleventh of this year. Right. So it was it ran for four years and then was gone for three, and now it has returned. so so they could yeah I don't know it, like I said <laughs> it's not no I it's I not understand. the biggest it's not the biggest thing but it is a thing I understand what you're saying it it stinks that it was free and is now behind a paywall and and it's a it's for the holidays man it's not you know it's something that it was a definite plus for people who were visiting DHS at the holidays I get it right because you got to see a special fireworks show that was a holiday themed fireworks show but then I don't know there'll probably be people who are upset that they didn't get to see wonderful world of animation. So what do, what do I know? That's, that's the real question. And the answer is very little. <laughs> I think that'll do it for this episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM podcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash MTM podcast. Or you can visit us on the web at missing the mouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And until then, have a magical day. <laughs>